0: I'm Charles.
1: I'm Christine. And
0: And we eat stuff.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. My name is Christine Guthrie, and I am one half of We Eat Stuff. In this podcast, we're seeking out folks in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. Our interview this week is with Logan Ely from the underground dining experience known as Square One Project. Square One Project hosts two dinners a week on Fridays and Sundays in uh, somewhere in the Loop area as you will hear Logan mention. A lot of what Logan does is centered around environmentally responsible cooking and eating. That means that he tries to use things from local restaurants, bars, or coffee shops that uh, normally would just get thrown away. If you are interested in dining at Square One, you can contact Logan through his social media outlets on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Just search for Square One Project. Thank you so much for listening, and please enjoy our conversation with Logan. Uh, hi, Logan. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you for taking the time. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. It. I'm glad to be here.
1: Perfect. Nice to meet you. Um, What is this nice concoction you've brought us to drink? So, like <laughs> I was
2: saying, this is basically uh, something we're working on. Um, what's in here now is uh, goat's kefir, which is basically a, like a thin yogurt mm-hmm. or a drinkable yogurt with fermented cherries and almond milk mm-hmm. uh, just shaken with ice, and then we kind of plan on down the road turning that into um, a cocktail Mm because we typically have one cocktail course in this in the middle of the meal
1: so So, can you tell us who are you
2: Uh, so I'm Logan obviously Um, Mm -hmm. from St. Louis Uh, started cooking here at an American place uh, I guess after high school Mm -hmm. Um, and then left and Traveled and worked in different restaurants for different chefs, uh, trying to learn as much as I could for the past 10 or 12 years. And now I'm back and basically doing dinners mm-hmm. two nights a week in the Loop area. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to figure out what's next, basically. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And what are these dinners called?
2: So square one project is what we're calling it. Um, it's basically square one of Mm -hmm. hopefully bigger and better things. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we're looking for restaurant spaces and, um, kind of people to be involved right now. Um, but for now we're just kind of, you know, working on our food, um, I guess style and kind of trying to define who we are, um, through our menu and Mm -hmm. basically trying to make contacts with as many, uh, Farmers and growers, um, and people around the city, um, to help support them, as as well as for them to support us.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Cool. Um, so I guess for folks who may not be aware of it, as much information as you can give away. What is Square One?
2: Um, so it's basically uh, every Friday and Sunday at eight pm we do service uh, undisclosed location. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in the Loop area. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, when I uh, when you. Uh, contact me through social media. I, I will give you my phone number, um, and then we kind of talk over the details. Um, it's a pretty affordable, multi-course uh, dining experience mm-hmm. um, paired with beverages. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a very small, intimate um, space. We only feed max 12 people uh, a night, mm-hmm. the, the Friday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a fun time. It's, you know, we take what we do seriously, but we don't take ourselves very seriously. So it's, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, I think, um, it's a very unique experience for sure.
1: Good deal. Uh, how many of you put this on?
2: Um, so I'm doing it with two good friends of mine, uh, Chris and Eric Tyrone, who Mm -hmm. are also St. Louis, St. Louis natives. Um, they're both in the industry and, um, have a wealth of knowledge and a lot of experience themselves. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we just basically menu plan all week and play with food, which is what we love to do. And then uh, what we like, we put on the menu for the weekend. And what we don't, we don't put on the menu. So yes. it's it's a perfect deal for a cook, I guess. <laughs> Very
1: cool. And how long has this been going on for?
2: Uh, not long. Just about uh, six weeks, cool. I guess. Um, so we're still kind of... Um, tweaking things and kind of working out the kinks of how our service goes and how our menu is. Mm -hmm. Um, we don't really work with a lot, you know, we're not in a restaurant space. The space was basically a, um, it was like an office space or a lounge of Mm -hmm. some sort. Um, so there's no kitchen. Uh, there's not really like a standard dining room. Mm -hmm. Um, it was empty completely. So we put in there what we needed bare minimum to Mm -hmm. do what we wanted to do. And so, um, a lot of our menu kind of revolves around what, uh, we can get away
1: with. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you. So, that makes so sense. that's, that's sort of why you chose this route. You, n- you don't have to get a restaurant, get how you can kind of do whatever you want.
2: Yeah. We can do whatever we want, whenever we want, which cool. is, um, a blessing and a curse. <laughs>
1: yeah, for sure. Um, you said you're from St. Louis? Yes. But you, so you were away for a while, Yeah. right? And where were you during that period of time?
2: Oh man. Um, so I was, I spent some time in Chicago and New York, uh, Napa Valley, Houston, Hong Kong. I just got back from uh, Copenhagen and, and Norway. Um, I was there for a little bit. Um, so yeah, just kind of learning and cooking and eating and yeah. drinking. <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you speak any foreign languages?
2: No, I've been learning Spanish for about Twenty years. It's not <laughs> <me>. <laughs> um, I can speak. I can speak kitchen Spanish. Oh. That's about it. <laughs> mm. So, that's yes. about it. What's up, like aki things like that?
0: Yeah, I know that one, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and
2: a few more, but that's about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I know how to say me a bueno pero sasicha. Right, yeah.
2: that's yeah. waffles.
1: So, do you have a uh, professional training in the industry?
2: Um, I I went to Forest Park Community College, um, I was working, you know, I was working like 80 hours a week when I was going Mm -hmm. to school, so I, (laughs) I mean, I I skipped class a lot, and when I was in class, I slept a lot because I was Mm -hmm. so exhausted from working, Mm -hmm. um, and managed to actually pass, which is hilarious, but, um, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I, 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 consider, you know, by professional training, just basically starting from the bottom in the kitchen and working mm-hmm. for free. And then all of a sudden being ecstatic that I was getting paid minimum wage mm-hmm. and that <laughs> lasted for years. And then I was happy to get paid, you know, I mean, <clears throat> and you just kind of move up the, the ranks, so to speak. And, um, uh, I mean, that's what I consider my professional training, you know, yeah. working and lots of reading and, um, yeah you know, trying things out at home. Yeah. You know.
1: What did you want to be when you were a kid?
2: Um, I don't, I can't remember. Uh, it definitely was not a cook. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I, you know, my mom and grandmother has always cooked and my sister was into restaurants. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I wanted to be like an author for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I think when I was, uh, a teenager, I wanted to make video games Mm. and like build cars. Mm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Mm. Um, and then uh, just kind of fell into, like, the whole cooking thing. And mm-hmm. mm. um, I want to say fell in love with it. It's definitely a love-hate relationship. Mm-hmm. Because there's great things about being a cook that I think all cooks love. But there's also um, pretty shitty things yes. about being a cook that every yeah every cook hates. But yeah. um, it's definitely, like, a love, love-hate thing for me.
1: Yeah. Gotcha.
2: But, yeah, it, I definitely didn't, like... Want to be a chef or like a cook when I was a kid or anything yeah. like that.
0: So, how did you get your start? I mean, how, you say you fell into it, but what, what happened?
2: Um, so, after high school, I, you know, when I was in high school, I was, you know, I was partying and like not really concerned with going to college or my grades or anything yeah. like that. And, you know, you graduate and you realize, like, well, shit, man, what am I going to do? I get, is it worth going and like paying for this university to do something that I don't really care about? Um, and so I, I wasn't really sure what I was going to do and didn't really want to do anything. And the I heard about the Forest Park program. Mm-hmm. So I checked it out almost like reluctantly um, and then kind of fell in love with like that uh, rigor and like uh, work ethic, I guess, mm-hmm. that, that is instilled in you you know and then that was it
1: yeah and how how long of a program is that four
2: um, years no it's okay. like a two or three year okay. thing it's an associates I think
1: yeah
2: okay, okay. culinary arts I don't know whatever yeah. that means
1: official title something yes. like that yeah
2: right uh, whatever they're handing out <laughs> certificates <laughs> they're handing out to kids these days <laughs> <laughs> that's it um yeah.
1: so I I guess you probably don't have a lot of free time now. I don't know. Do you have any sort of interests or hobbies or stuff that you do that no one ever suspects about you, or maybe in the past?
2: Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's like the probably the pretty typical thing. Um, I like to ride my bike. I like to read books.
0: Mm. Um, when you say bike, do you mean like pedal or maybe motorcycle
2: bike? Uh, well, mo- Cycling. I I actually just recently had a motorcycle and sold it. I had it for um, a while and rode it like three or four times Mm -hmm. and realized that it's like a complete waste of money and I was probably going to hurt myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, cycling, I guess is what I mean. Um, It's weird now because I do have a lot of time. Um, I spend it mostly at the space during the week, Mm -hmm. playing around with things and cooking and Mm -hmm. kind of like um, researching new I don't know, whatever Mm -hmm. techniques or ingredients or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, when you get asked that question, when you, like, in my past, when I, when I've been working, you know, 80, 90 hours a week, Mm -hmm. people ask that question. It's like, I mean, I like to sleep and take naps and Mm -hmm. rest (laughs) Um, because like, it's, you know, you work so much, it's. That's all you want to do. Yeah, I want to go home and, like, kick my feet up and do some Netflix and chill or something. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think, you know, reading books and kind of cycling on a nice day is kind of my go-to. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You do, like, reading novels or cookbooks or
2: Um, fiction? I think um, my bookshelf now is probably 99% food related, not necessarily all cookbooks, but sure. like, um, I don't know, a lot of books that pertain to food issues currently, or, mm-hmm. um, you know, I guess like overfishing or, um, uh, animal farming or, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. They're yeah. important to know as a cook and a chef, especially now, mm-hmm. um, more than ever. So
1: yeah. stuff so that affects what you do. Yeah.
2: For sure, for sure. And for me, it's like, you know, um, being a cook and kind of striving to have a restaurant and and do this for a living is Mm -hmm. uh, such a hard thing to do. And it's got to be important and it's got to kind of mean something. You can't just open a restaurant to, you know, serve food. I guess you can. But Mm -hmm. for me, I think kind of highlighting or focusing on those issues and learning about them and then teaching the next generation um, about them and the cooks that are coming up now and how to kind of think differently about food and cooking, Mm -hmm. uh, is pretty important, you know, Mm -hmm. because, you know, in fine dining restaurants, I don't care where you are, there's typically a lot of waste, um, Mm -hmm. and you're starting to see a change more and more, but, you know, within the past 10 20 years or whatever, um, and using fish that are overfished and, um, Mm -hmm that kind of has to change mm-hmm. and and i think the next generation of cooks have to learn how to look at food differently i guess mm-hmm. you know i mean
1: yeah
2: like is it do you have to peel a carrot mm-hmm. and if you do can you use the peels for something or do you just like mm-hmm. throw that away and add that to like the massive pile of like garbage that, you know i don't you know mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. or can you compost it or you yeah, know, yeah. um can yeah. we use ants mm-hmm. why not yeah you know um do we have to, you know, I don't know, like, can we use this stuff that always we've thrown away as a cook, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that, like, that's kind of where our menu leans to a little bit. Okay. Um, forward
1: thinking on issues like this?
2: I guess. I mean, I hate to say forward thinking. Yeah. that's such, like, a trendy um, mm-hmm. thing, but, yeah. you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, cook tuna and like ribeye anymore yeah. you know I've done that mm-hmm. a lot and it's like you know 50 years There's not gonna be tuna left man like that's right. a crazy thing so yeah. that's so the you know the cook like the small group of cooks that like might work for me one day it, in the future of my restaurant I don't want to use those products I want to work with beef penis mm-hmm. and you know this maybe like catfish that everybody looks you know it's like that's kind of a shitty fish mm-hmm. um that's only suitable for like, you know, deep fried and, and aioli or whatever. Mm. Um, you know, kind of using things like that.
1: Mm -hmm. Do you think there are any folks either in St. Louis or just around the country who are really utilizing that idea that you're speaking? For sure. For sure. I'm not
2: like, I don't think we're like reinventing the wheel or anything. Um, for sure. It's You're definitely seeing it more and more all over the place. Um, I mean, I saw it a lot in Copenhagen. You see it a lot in in cities like New York and Mm -hmm. San Francisco and I think bigger, like, food scenes maybe. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure there's chefs here doing it too. Mm -hmm. Um, But the the great thing is, like, we only feed a small number of people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that we're aiming for a small restaurant when we do find a space. Mm -hmm. So we can use things... um, I guess we can like kind of pick and choose a little bit, you know, maybe I can go to a butcher and say, Hey, I'll take all the beef tongue mm-hmm. that you have and I'll use that for the week of dinners or whatever, instead mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. kind of having to order that from somewhere else, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: you know, we can support smaller growers that only might have like a half pound of this or a, a pound or a two or whatever of this really nice spinach mm-hmm. or whatever. So we can use that from somebody who's growing something out of the backyard or, you mm-hmm. know, whatever it may be.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What's the,
0: one of the main things you're trying to explore right now with uh, your cooking? Uh,
2: I think it's just utilizing the waste, um, you know, I think through either like fermentations or sacrifications or like making vinegars or, um, you know, and you see it a lot in other um, cultures uh, utilizing you know like fish sauce is a great example it's like um, fish sauce is basically you're using the enzymes in their digestive tracts to break down proteins and carbohydrates and then that makes this like really delicious sauce that you age Mm. and whatever but um, you know I think figuring out ways similar to that to utilize things uh that we get and that we're you know we're used to working with um and in, in this you know i think the western world is there's like so much abundance especially here there's so you know there's so much abundance and it's such like easy access to everything mm-hmm. that you don't really have to mm-hmm. and you don't care it's like i'll just throw it in the garbage who cares mm-hmm. um and i think like a lot of really interesting cuisine comes from you know, whether it's new or old, uh, comes from kind of being forced to either preserve or, you know, ferment or use Mm. literally everything that you, you can, the blood, the Mm. offal, the skin, the bone, you know, all that, um, and use that to feed you or your family or else during Mm. the winter, you, what do you do? You you don't have any food. I think that's kind of where we're trying to go is just utilizing, Mm. uh, waste Mm. and, uh, off cuts as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And not only off cuts, but like off pieces of a vegetable, mm-hmm. you know? So when we get stuff in from like the farm, you know, we'll look at it just like we do a, a whole animal. You know, you don't, when you break down a whole pig, <clears throat> you don't cook the tenderloin with the head. You know, you don't cook mm-hmm. the liver with the hocks. So, you know, when you look at a whole plant, it's like, okay, well, let's separate the roots, let's separate this uh, part of the stem or stalk that was close to the soil. And then, that the leaves get separated and the flowers and buds get separated yeah. and it's all going to go maybe to different stuff and cooked in different ways. And, um, you know,
1: do you have any, um, special food or drink memories from growing up or cooking memories?
2: Um, I think just like the typical, I mean, like I said, my family always cooked my mom and my grandmothers. Um, and I think it was just maybe not one specific memory, but just like the importance of, cooking Mm -hmm. um we didn't really eat out a whole lot um you know the holiday thing obviously and like the big ham gets brought out or a big (laughs) turkey or whatever and everybody kind of is you know talking about food and um I think it's kind of all that combined Mm -hmm. you know I don't know if there's like any one thing that stands out Mm -hmm. um but I I actually I was like a very picky eater when I was a kid yeah Like I, i I wouldn't even eat, like, hamburgers or mm-hmm. I yeah. guess I was sick of eating, like, grilled cheese or something like that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, when you think of the word successful, who comes to mind for you?
2: That's a tough question. Yeah. Someone um, you know
1: or someone you don't know. It doesn't matter.
2: Um... I mean, I don't know. There's... I think that's a good question. I mean, I think there's, like, the obvious, like, Thomas Keller. Mm-hmm. Um... You know he's like he's like kind of almost like a god as far as like cooks are concerned he's mm-hmm. just been around for so long and he's still um, you know he has multiple restaurants that all operate at like such a high level mm-hmm. um, and he has trained and like continues to mentor so many uh, people mm-hmm. that, that has worked for him mm-hmm. um, yeah I mean there's a lot of people, but I think that's definitely kind of like what comes to my mind, yeah. you know, success in it. in in the fact that like so many people want to work for him and so many people mm-hmm. that have worked for him still, like he's still mentors and, um, he's created this like culture, mm-hmm. you know, around him. And I think yeah. that's pretty amazing regardless of like an award or like, you know, his bottom line value or, you know, Dollar value of like his restaurants or anything like that it doesn't really matter, but just like the the people that he's supported and support him is pretty amazing for mm. sure.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go random question. Now. Um, do you have if you could choose what TV game show would you be a contestant on? None of
2: them, none of them. <laughs> Why is that one of them? <laughs> be an answer. Why? Uh, I just it's I have no interest in doing it, it's just not you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to sit here and say, oh, they it's for um, people who want to be on TV, and pe- mm-hmm. you get neither of you are on game shows, right? No, oh, we no. no, haven't been. Okay. I like, no. I be yeah. like fuck you, man. We're on Chopped every season. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, it's just you know, it's not <laughs> a, it's not a thing that I think cooks actually even like pay attention to or yeah. think about. It's mm-hmm. it's more for you know, foodies at home that, mm-hmm. like, take, like, cooking's a hobby, and maybe they went to school or not, or maybe they had a mm-hmm. restaurant job mm-hmm. once or twice, mm-hmm. um, I mean, I, I know some people that have been on Chopped, or oh, actually Chopped and, um, mm. what's the other one, Iron Chef, mm-hmm. um, yeah I mean, it,
0: got Guy Ferry's grocery Games as well, There's a couple people have been on that one,
2: right, <laughs> yep. I mean, I guess it's a good way to make some cash, I mean, mm. you know, um, yeah i'm not i don't know i'm just it's neither here nor there. not on your radar no
1: that's okay
2: well we we're not
0: really <laughs> necessarily talking about food game shows but also like the pressure luck or you know price is right and you know stuff like that so
2: i'm not smart enough to be on I think, a lot of game shows
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like if i was on jeopardy or something like that i would whatever like the n- most negative you can go i would probably be there <laughs> um
1: no, that's good. You're, you're actually the first person to know who's ever said that. Oh, yeah?
2: It, yeah. What do you usually get? Chopped or. No, we usually no. get pressure luck. Yeah, right. Or like double dare. Or like. Uh... Double dare. <laughs> American Gladiators, actually. Oh, hey, there you go. American Put me down gladiators. for that. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember yeah. that one? Yeah. yeah. Totally, yeah. Yep. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Gotcha.
1: All right.
2: Throw uh, something in there. Okay. Throw nerf balls at laser, blazer. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> are. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Physical brute strength. Right.
2: <laughs> I probably wouldn't make it very far. <laughs> it
1: would be a fun time, though.
2: What about the uh, American Ninja... Or Ninja Warrior? Ninja It was, Ninja I was at the... Uh, where they like cl- they were climbing all kinds of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I probably wouldn't make it very far on that one, either.
1: That one, that
0: Most people, people awesome. don't.
2: Yeah. Most people just go, well, like, right.
0: ten feet and they're already out. So mm-hmm. Right.
1: Okay, you say that you don't watch a lot of TV now, right? Not really. Okay. Thinking about... I guess then thinking about maybe the recent past or far past, are there any documentaries or movies or anything that have really resonated with you? Even if it's from a while ago?
2: I don't think there's anything that I've watched that's had, like, a major impact on me or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't, you know. I, mean, yeah. I, I like watching Star Wars, but like, it hasn't, like, impacted my life or yeah. anything, you know. <laughs> it's
1: a good way to relax. Mm. Okay.
0: Right. Right. Mm. It's like, what are some of your favorite places in St. Louis to go to? to eat or drink?
2: Uh, I love my Lee uh, Gorilla Street. Oh
0: yeah, love
2: that place. You know it's weird because like I I'm kind of since I've gotten back there's uh, so much new stuff, and um i I keep saying to people I'm kind of like rediscovering St. Louis, mm-hmm. um and there's a few other places that I've been to that were really uh, Vicia is obviously awesome. I was there the other day for lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys been. Not yet. Not yet. Not yeah, to the new should, restaurant. Yeah, right. you should definitely go. Yeah. Um, I was at Salt and Smoke the other day. That was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Snarf's. Yeah. They, they make do. a mean sandwich, dudes. Mm-hmm. I mean, like... <laughs> Easy peasy.
0: grab and get out of there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, um, ate through like, uh, a couple days ago.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think my go-to right now is my Lee. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> just, like, it's good and solid every time.
1: Yeah. Do you have a number you go for?
2: Uh, I forget what I got. I was there <laughs> yesterday. It was a bowl of noodles. Yeah. Obviously. Noodles uh, are good. Right.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, as far as bars go, uh, I mean, I like um, Sasha's. Mm. Is yeah. is a cool spot. I go there mm. from time to time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Are you more of a wine drinker than anything else, or?
2: Um, I enjoy wine for sure. I'm not necessarily. I wouldn't. You know consider myself a wine drinker really um
0: not a whiner <laughs>
2: sometimes um no nah, i i drink uh, a little bit of everything mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but uh i just you know i like that place is a good it's a good spot to chill out and grab like a a nice like delicious glass or bottle of
1: mm-hmm.
2: wine you know yeah so
1: I think I just have two questions left for you. I guess just to wrap stuff up, unless there's other stuff you want to ruminate on. Uh, I don't think so. Do you no.
2: play video games at all? Uh, yeah, I used to love playing video games. That's why I used to, I used to want to make them. <laughs>
0: yes, yeah. Like I, uh, when I was younger, I kind of wanted to it as well. Um, never really got too far with it because it's very hard. Which one? Well, oh, I mean, no, I mean, like I meant, I tried when I was younger. I tried to make oh. video games, but it's a oh. probably hard thing to do. Oh, for sure. You know, you basically you sure. have to, you know, have to be good at design, it'd be good at programming, it'd be good at uh, physics in some cases or even yeah. advanced mathematics. Yeah. Back when I start, started trying to do it, we didn't have graphics cards. Right. So yeah, I had to do all the major 3 math myself, to do 3D rotations and stuff like that. Right. And so, uh, you know, no had no user, usability, UX right. design, so it's, it's very hard to do it. Um, right. You know, you think it'd be so simple to make a little game where you click on a little guy and he moves around and does stuff, but... Yeah, it's not like that. But no, it's fun though. So right. I enjoy it, I just don't have the time anymore.
2: Yeah, I, mean, I definitely was interested in it when I was like a teenager and then realized that it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> in, mo-
0: in most game comes, you wouldn't really be doing anything, anything interesting anyway. You'd probably right. be doing something incredibly boring and working ridiculous hours. Or grabbing or the time. coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, or test, play testing where you just make your character jump in a pit a hundred times over and keep writing about what happens each time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, Playing some buggy game that crashes every five seconds and you have to write a huge... 12 page reports about why it crashed and what
2: you're doing when it crashed and yeah like see I didn't even know that that would be the case that would have been a bummer if I would have decided to do that mm-hmm. yeah.
1: <laughs> you have a system of choice or did you?
2: Uh, for video games? yeah mm. uh, I can't even remember I don't know <laughs> Nintendo or yeah yeah. whatever uh, yeah Yeah.
1: have you heard about this place in town called Start Bar? no it's a huge arcade oh okay booze in it. Stuff. okay cool yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool
2: there was a place like that in uh, Brooklyn called Barcade mm-hmm. um, but it was all it was pretty cool it was all like really old um, arcade mm-hmm. games mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, there was like old school like Contra and like mm-hmm. I don't know you know uh, I can't remember what, a, what a other ones but it was fun yeah you Good
1: know. deal. yeah cool so uh, Logan if people want to find you in person and online Uh, what are all your stats how can they reach you they want to come to one of your dinners
2: um, reach out on social media either Logan Ely on Facebook or Square One Project um, either Twitter or Instagram Mm -hmm. Uh, there's also a website with links to both social medias it's uh, Mm -hmm. www.s1project.com and then Obviously, once I make contact with whoever's reaching out, um, I kind of give them the details and mm-hmm. um, reserve a date that they come, and that's about it.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in square one, is one digit, or is one spelled out? One digit. Okay. Got yeah. it. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So then, last question for you. Do you okay. have any asks or requests for the people listening to us?
2: I'm uh, ask another good question. Anything at all? Um... Yeah, when you come to dine, come to dine with an opened mind. Um, Because we don't have a menu. Um, I don't tell you what you're going to get. I just make sure you don't have any allergies. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're kind of in our hands. And just to trust us a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think most people leave happy and not too freaked out. I mean, it's not... um, We don't serve anything too crazy, but it's basically... You know 12 to 14 courses of whatever we want to do so yeah, yeah.
1: cool yeah. okay i like it uh well logan thanks for coming over cool.
2: thanks for having me guys yeah, it was for a pleasure sure. this was is nice. good
1: awesome cool. thank you hey guys thanks so much for listening if you haven't already would you consider giving this podcast a rating and review on itunes it would be really helpful to us uh, to help get the word out about what we're doing. Are you enjoying hearing our random conversations? To ensure that we can keep the randomness up, please help us out by becoming a monthly sponsor to our Patreon account. We have several levels of sponsorship where you can be rewarded with cool stuff. You can go donate at patreon.com slash stuff. Thanks. Please be sure to join us next week for another interview. But in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Bye, guys.